Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody, Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. Welcome back to our series about HR software and how if you don't have it, you're behind the eight ball. We want to talk about AI and automation in the HR world. And today we have a very awesome guest who is an expert in HR technology and startups as well, which is 100%. uh, Many of our listeners are both HR experts and our startups that have the HR and every other hat on. So, Andrew, how are you doing? Fill us all in on everything you know about AI and how it's going to affect HR technology. <laughs> I, I don't know if I could fill. I don't know if we have enough time to fill in everything that true. we know. But, <laughs> but uh, I, as as I kind of mentioned before, I think the AI hype is it's real in certain sense. I think there's too much fear. I think we're. I, I'm personally, I'm in a couple forums for HR people, and they're like. They're, they are like super scared that in the next like three years, their jobs won't exist. And as I said before, I think we've transitioned from paper. We've moved into HRMS. We, we now are moving into AI. I think it's just going to make things more efficient. I, I personally, I always believe, and I could be totally wrong this time, and eventually somebody will be wrong, but I think technology always gives us the tool to do more creative and more interesting work instead of, you know, if you were an accountant, you were just sitting there with a pen and paper writing down numbers and they eliminated 50 accountants from a, uh, you know, from the room. And now those 50 people could go work on something more interesting because the technology allowed them to do something different. And I think AI is going to do the same thing. I mean, I think people are already seeing the tools like ChatGPT that can help you, you know, instead of doing some boring uh, writing of an email, it can help you write the email for you. And then you can edit it and kind of sprinkle in the, the interesting parts of the email rather than writing all the boring body of it, which I think is just a small tip of the iceberg of like what we're going to be seeing. But I mean, I'll just give an example of, I was talking to my CTO uh, last week, we were just brainstorming, throwing around some ideas on what's coming up. And we work mostly focused on the Microsoft ecosystem. So Microsoft is doing a lot of really interesting stuff in in AI and their Copilot is coming out in the next, uh, the next I, I forget when Copilot's launching, but we were discussing ways to sort of utilize Copilot, what we can do. And I mean, a lot of the things that we're doing right now for HR where, you know, you're saying, okay, I want to make sure I have these graphs and I want to make sure I have this uh, set up and you need to go find somebody to implement that for you. And they need to go and put it together like Salesforce, an example. I want to make sure I have this graph and and put it this way and this way. And your implementation person does that. The future is going to be, you have a little chat bot that sits inside of Microsoft Teams and you say, hey, can you pull up a graph that tells me about the days that, you know, this specific uh part of the business took off and how much money that, you know, impacted, uh, and inside of our budget, those, you know, those days, and it'll pull up all that data, have it all mixed up for you and build a dashboard in itself. So where this is all going to go, I mean, at least what we sort of think is that instead of having to do these specific tasks to set up and get all this information, it's really going to move towards more of a language model where it's just the way you talk and the way you think will then be able to create the information that you want. So the question is going to be, how creative are you? How in, how deep into the data do you want to get? And and are you going to be you know ready and, and able enough to sort of put those things together and use AI to do it where before it was a very laborious task to get all right. this stuff? 
Yeah, I can't wait for the days where you can just go into whatever, whatever software, whether it's HR, accounting, you know, and say, hey, pull this together. But it's data in, data out. So you have to, you know, somebody on your team has to stop doing whatever other job they're doing, or you need to hire a consultant or a temporary employee to build all that information. Otherwise, it's going to say, sorry, Wendy, I have zero data to give you give you because you haven't built this out yet. So, yeah. <laughs> and That's actually that- our biggest, uh, one of our biggest issues always in implementing our software, getting things ready is we run into that issue all the time where customers are like, well, why is this taking so long? Why haven't we gotten this stood up yet? And we're like, the, you don't have the data. Like we'll have the, the person that bought it will come to us and we'll They'll be like, so why why aren't we up and running yet? And we're like, because your team doesn't have the data right. correctly done for us. And sometimes we'll even hire, we'll bring in people to clean up the data for companies because they have it. It's such a mess. Yeah. You say this is unusable. Like you can't do anything. Like, what what have you guys been doing? Yeah. So it's it's true. It's it's and there's data definitely and data. there's definitely risks too of in the HR space. Say if you you hired an intern or a vendor or somebody internally started completing filling out the data but got put it in the wrong spot and now you're you know pulling out demographic reports so you can you know apply for a grant or whatever it is and you have the wrong information you're going to have a lot of egg on your face i wanted to go back to something you mentioned about chat gpt cuz i am a chat gpt junkie thanks to jc who introduced <laughs> it to me I was teaching it at an HR conference the other day, and one of the attendees actually said, you know what, all we ever hear is the legalities, and we're all scared of it. We are so happy you're teaching us how to use it (laughs) so that we can write those memos and then just edit them and things like that. So, folks, don't be scared of AI, but just I always just say trust but verify and look at the legalities. In the United States, and many countries have banned it already and banned other versions of AI. In the United States, not so yet, so much yet, but in HR land, I just say be careful, you know, know, know what, um, the technology that you're hooking up to if you are where it can, um, potentially steal your information or yeah. manipulate it as well. So with that said, JC, you have any statistics for us on this section here? Yeah, I do. Um, I have some thoughts too. Do you want the thoughts too? Yeah, I'm I want the, the thoughts. With the thoughts. I want it all. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's kind of crazy to sit back and think that, uh, some of, uh, to think that all of what is will be with artificial intelligence is something that's going to be uh, so negative that you don't want to touch it. It's almost like banning the calculator because it was invented. If we go back to 2018, MIT was already pushing forward with mind reading headsets. We take a look at what Microsoft is pushing forward with, just as Andrew had mentioned. It was released back in uh, Copilot was released back in May. And in the quote coming months, it's going to be available for everybody. And if we think about what Andrew was saying as well with the trend in Silicon Valley and or just in the tech industry in general, with more of a focus and push on the human aspect, the people aspect of it all, these tools are going to free up our worlds to spend more time on the things that matter. And the things that matter are other people. And when you have bad data and it goes back 30 years, you're going to have nothing but bad data. Maybe you just have to hit the reset button or hire someone to do it. Right. Mobile workforce management software will continue to increase in this space as well by 18.19% from $6 billion in 2022 to $7.15 billion in 2023 and beyond. So as you pick out your vendors, always ask those good questions. Can I use it on my phone or my smartwatch? Back to you. (laughs) That is actually a really good point. Thank you for bringing that up because 
Uh, most of us in the workplace are on the go. Even if we're, you know, remote and working from home, we want everything on our phone. So when we're having lunch and we get a text, we can say, okay, I got the information here. So mm-hmm. very good point, JC. Thank you for bringing that up. I appreciate it. With that said, we are going to be wrapping up this session and talking about employee engagement and how software solutions in the HR space can help. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you on Episode 4 shortly. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.